and we know that God is love. And every year we sort of take a Sunday or two in February and we do something different. We come together, Pastor Anthony and I, and we team teach. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And so this is a, a Sunday that we look forward to, um, certainly, and we um, certainly uh, hope that you all look forward to it as well. And we really are going to teach today. We're going to teach. Um, right now, I want to, for those of you who may be visiting, I do want to know that we are releasing our children at this time to go over to Children's Church. And so if you have a child that is 17 or under, because we do have a youth class as well, they are free to go and uh, join our Remnant Kids Church, Youth Church at this time, at this time. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And so as they are shifting, as our children and youth are shifting to go to youth church and kids church, I'm going to ask the people who are staying in the room to do something, all right? Because Pastor Anthony, I don't want to have our head on a swivel today. I'm going to ask everybody to come and fill in these middle sections. Praise the name of the Lord. Come on, let's sit together like we a big happy family today. Is that all right? Come fill in these middle sections for us. Amen. Look at the amount of youth that are going over to the kids' church. Hallelujah. There's life at the remnant. Hallelujah. Come on. This is just a little nugget. You always want to be in a church where there's a lot of youth because that means there's life in that church. Amen. Amen. And so we're grateful to God today. Thank you all for being receptive and moving to the middle. We believe that there is a word from the Lord. We believe that there is something that God wants to release in this house today. Amen. And so we are going to be um, talking today. Pastor Anthony is going to introduce our, our subject matter for this day. But I just want to know, are you ready? Come on. Are you ready? Praise the name of the Lord. And I'm going to be on nine today, so keep eight and nine open. Praise God. We thank the Lord for his goodness. We're going to be in the word of the Lord in 2 Corinthians chapter 6. And uh, we'll, we'll go a few other places, but our main text will be found in 2 Corinthians chapter 6. And our key verse is chapter, is verse 14, but I'm going to read a little bit around it uh, to give us some context. And we've been talking about dominion, and we just came out of our dominion 2023 uh, time of refreshing, healing, and deliverance encounter, and certainly have been blessed by God in that. And we want to give clarity and go forward in dominion and understand that dominion happens and is possible through connections. Uh, dominion is not happening in isolation, uh, but if we want to have dominion, and that word means to rule and to reign and to walk in the authority of God, we have to be in right relationship with the Lord. And so uh, if you look at what uh, Paul writes here, just starting at verse 6, verse 1 of chapter 6 he says as God's partners we beg you not to accept this marvelous gift of God's kindness and then ignore it for God says and we're talking about the kingdom at just the right time and we're going to deal with this further later I heard you on the day of salvation I helped you indeed the right time is now somebody say the time is now and what time are we talking about? We're talking about the kingdom. The kingdom is here. The kingdom of God is now. And it starts with salvation. We understand that we come into the kingdom through a right relationship by acknowledging Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And he says here, today is the day of salvation. And skip down uh, to verse, uh, our key verse is verse 14. Um, and so it says in verse 14, it says, do not team up. Okay, so we're talking about how, who we need to be teamed up with. But here he says, do not team up. Uh, we need to team up with God. We need to team up with Christ. We need to team up with the kingdom. We need to come and accept the gift of God's kindness and his grace and receive it and understand the time is now. But then there's a separation that happens here for us to get to dominion. We have to, he says, don't team up, New Living Translation, with those who are unbelievers. 
And it says, how, the question, can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? Um, ask yourself the question, who and what are my, am I partnering with? Just park that question. Where am I in relationship? Who am I in partnership with? He asks the question, how can light live with darkness? There's a contrast between light and darkness. And we're talking about spirit in the spirit realm. And then verse 15, I'm going to just read a little more. It says, what harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? And then it's talking about two kingdoms. Somebody say, we're talking about two kingdoms. We're either in the kingdom of God or we're in the kingdom of darkness. He asked another question, how can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? And then he says, and what union? Here, we have the word connection, but he uses the word partner. He says, what union can there be between God's temple and idols? And then he declares, for we are the temple of the living God. Say that, I'm the temple of the living God. Come on. I am the temple of the living God. God lives on the inside of me. He's a real God. I'm a real person. I have a mind, body, and a spirit. I have a mind, will, and emotions. And God says, I will live in them. He's talking about you. Somebody say he's talking about me. He says, I will walk among them. And I like that. We dealt with walking and feet and authority last week. And we know that if we live in him and he lives in us, then we can walk in dominion. Do you hear me? He says, I will be their God and they will be my people. And then he says again, therefore, come out. Say that. Come out from among unbelievers. That sounds like the old church. That's what they used to tell us in the sanctified church. They come out from among them and be separate. Listen, we don't want to hear that. Uh, but that's what the words say. Come on, it's in the word, says the Lord. He said, don't touch filthy things, and I will welcome you, and I will be your father. Thank God for we have a teacher. We have a father, and that is God. And he says, you will be my sons and daughters, says the almighty Lord. And I'll stop reading there. Somebody say, I'm a son and a daughter of the king. Listen, so what we're going to talk about today is relationship, our God's strategy, for kingdom expansion and dominion. Say that, relationships are God's strategy for kingdom expansion and dominion. We want to deal with the words here in 2 Corinthians 6 and 14, just some definitions. Yoke. What is a yoke? The word there means to associate, all right, to be connected to be together. And here he says, don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. And it says, what fellowship, okay? Okay, what can righteousness, how can we partner with the wrong thing? That's to share, to participate, to belong to. Somebody say, I belong to God. What are we a partaker of? What do we take part in? And what is taking part in taking in part of us? Somebody say we need to take part of God. We need to be a partner with God. He says don't be yoked together with unbelievers. So that means we need to be yoked together with believers. We need to be yoked together with God. And listen, there is clarity that we can find. And it's in Matthew chapter 11. And I want to deal with that shortly. We are all yoked to something. Let's get yoked up with God's plan for dominion. How do I do it? Matthew 11 and 28 through 30 says, come to me. This is Jesus. He says, all of you who are weary and burdened. You ever been in a relationship with somebody and they was wearing you out? Somebody say, somebody wearing me out right now. Come on. Listen, when we get in partnership with God, Listen, in his plan, we can walk in dominion. He says, I will give you rest. Listen, when you come into God's presence, you don't leave wore out and messed up and upset, angry, bitter, and mad, but you've got a relief. There's a reprieve because you were partnering with heaven. Somebody say, I'm partnering with heaven. He says, take my yoke upon you 
and learn from me. This is Jesus talking, for I am gentle and humble, and you will find rest for your soul, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so as we deal with this, and we're going to have some illustrations today. My wife, her creative mind, she comes up with this stuff that I don't think the same way she does. And that's okay. But there's power in agreement. Somebody say there's power in agreement. There's power in agreement in relationships. A yoke in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, a wooden cross beam. It was something used in agriculture and farming before we had tractors and machines. It was attached to the neck of the animal and the farmer was in control and the farmer guided the animal in the right direction with the purpose of dominion, with the purpose of fruitful and planting and plowing together the yoked animals caused straight rolls to be put in place. There were furrows, and then there were ready to plant seeds for the desired crop. While the yoke animal greatly assist in the task, it was the skill of the farmer that was walking, listen, with the animal, that guided the animal in dominion. It's not all about the yoke. A lot of times we focus on the yoke, but it's really about the farmer because the farmer is the one that has the skill to guide us in the right direction. Somebody say the farmer is God. Listen, in relationships, we've got to get in connection with God and know that he is guiding us every step we take. The verse reminds us Jesus teaches us the right way to go. When we get in agreement with heaven, we understand that he is gentle in guiding us, and he uses everything in the fields of life to teach us his ways. And today he wants to teach us how to have dominion through relationships so we can experience, somebody say, kingdom expansion. And dominion does not happen in isolation. We have to come in agreement with God's plan. Amen. We have to come in agreement, and we're talking about the power of agreement today. That's what we, we are specifically talking about, the power of agreement. And we've been talking about the theme all this year of kingdom expansion, of dominion. King, kingdom expansion, dominion are the same thing, okay? We're talking about kingdom expansion because when Jesus came to the earth, he didn't come to overthrow the Roman government. He didn't come to give his people a pat on the back. But he said, one of the first things he said when he came and started his ministry was repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. All right? He came to bring his kingdom down to earth. And then he gives his people, the believers, an assignment to expand that kingdom. All right? Come on. Everybody stand up for me. I think we're going to teach today. We're going to do a lot of hard preaching. We're going to teach. All right? I want you to put your hands out like this. Out like this. That's you individually, by yourself. That's all of the ability you have to expand. That's the capacity you have to expand. Now, whoever's standing by you, link up with them. I want y'all to grab hands. Turn around with mother, sister, uh, minister. All right. Now, that looks like it's a little bit more capacity. Does it look like it's a little bit more capacity? Then get you four people. That's all right. That looks like it's a little bit more capacity. And so somebody say that kingdom expansion happens in relationships. Kingdom expansion happens in relationships. Do you see it? Because when we were isolated by ourselves, all we had was this. But then we linked up with one more person and we doubled that. And then when we linked up with two more people, we doubled what those two had. All right. You may be seated. Kingdom expansion happens how? In relationship. Somebody say in relationship. All right. That's what we're talking about. But this is what we have to understand about expanding the kingdom. We understand that his strategy is covenant relationship. Let me say that. It's covenant relationship. But what you have to understand that the strategy of expanding the kingdom of darkness is the same thing. Somebody say the same thing. Because what you have to understand about the enemy, he doesn't create anything. And he has no, um, he has no first idea. He's a second idea person. That means he only imitates what's already been 
creative, all right, the original idea. And so he has the same strategy of expanding the kingdom of darkness. It's also by relationship, all right? And so when we talk about covenant relationship, we're talking about being in the right kind of relationship. We're talking about the right kind of connection. And before we can even talk about this horizontal connection, person to person, you have to first be in a good vertical connection. Come on, somebody, what does vertical look like? Up and down, come on, somebody went to geography class. Praise the name of the Lord. We have to have a great connection with Jesus Christ. All right, and a lot of times we're searching for connection horizontally. We're searching for relationship, whether it be uh, marital, uh, dating, in friendship, all of that, when we haven't secured this place. All right, and so that's the first place that we have to secure is that we have to be in right relationship, in right fellowship with God, with Jesus Christ. And then we can work on being in right relationship with one another, okay? We're talking about covenant relationships. Somebody say covenant relationships. Because agreement doesn't happen outside of covenant relationship, okay? Because what is covenant? Covenant is, I need y'all to write this down. I love that I got my note takers out. I love people that take notes. That means they're going to study something during the week. All right, what is covenant relationship? Number one, it's agreement. Somebody say agreement. agreement. Number two, it's establishment. And number three is mutual obligation, all right? I gave y'all real quick what is covenant relationship. You can read a whole textbook on it, but we're going to break it down to these things. Agreement, establishment, and mutual obligation. And we're going to really teach on this place of agreement today. Somebody say there's power, power. in agreement. Now, agreement and establishment do not happen outside of partnership, Okay. Well, some of y'all been agreeing with yourself a long time. That's really what the problem is. Come on. <laughs> but agreement and establishment happen within partnership. It happens within relationship. You've got to understand the ways of God. You can go throughout the Bible. You have to understand that every covenant, every agreement that was made by God was made to establish something. Okay? He just wasn't out here making agreements because he likes... To, he likes talking or because he likes partnership, but he was making an agreement, a covenant to establish something. Okay. When he made the agreement with Noah, he made an agreement to establish the preservation of life. He said that I will never by this means take human life again. Okay. When he makes his agreement, his covenant, because sometimes we're trying to break these words down because sometimes we say covenant and think of this big sort of thing that we can't break down. A covenant is just an agreement, okay? And so when he makes his agreement, his covenant with Abraham, he establishes blessing, right? He establishes seed, blessing. When he makes his agreement with Moses, he established order and obligation. He gave him the law. When he established his agreement with David, he established that he would have an everlasting line to the throne. Now, when he made his agreement and his covenant with Christ, the new covenant, the new agreement that we're under, he established a better way, a better promise, that of everlasting and eternal life. So we're dealing with this concept of agreement. Somebody say agreement. Because at the foundation of every relationship is agreement. Can two walk together unless they agree, all right? So at the foundation of every relationship, there is agreement, okay? Now, we don't get to this place of establishment, and we're going to deal with that next Sunday, but we don't get to establishment without agreement. Now, let me, let me say this. Tell me who you are in agreement with, and I'll tell you what will be established in your life. We tell our friends like this, show me your friends, you're showing me your future, okay? What you agree with will dictate what's going to be established in your life, okay? God's system for blessing, God's system for blessing, for activating, for working in our life is really wrapped up in this place of covenant agreement. And so we have to get into alignment first with him, that vertical place, and then we need to understand who we're coming into agreement with in this horizontal place, all right? 
our, our theme scripture for today, 2 Corinthians 6 and 14, he already read it, Pastor Anthony already read it, about not being yoked to unbelievers. Now, years and years and years, they taught this scripture just about marriage. That wasn't even the primary thing that Paul was addressing, okay? This scripture is really talking about not partnering with people that don't have your belief system. He's really specifically talking to them, the church people, about allowing false prophets to come in and you partner with them. He said, don't be yoked with unbelievers. You can utilize this scripture for every area. You can utilize it in business. Don't make business deals with unbelievers, with people do not, that do not have your belief system. All right? Don't become, don't get in true intimate places of friendship with people who are unbelievers. I didn't say you can't be associated with. I didn't say that you can't be friendly. But you, we have to realize that there, what the Bible says about one marriage, what it says about friendship, and what it even says about sort of our dealings in business with people who are unbelievers. Okay? And so we can use this scripture for every area. We are not to be yoked up with unbelievers. He talked about it. All right? That would be. Whoever you're yoked with, you're carrying that wood beam with them. All right, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Now, the biblical definition, and I like the biblical definition because if you look at Webster's Dictionary uh, dictionary, and you get the definition of agree, it just talks about um, having harmony of ideas, all right? And there is an aspect of that. But the biblical definition of the word agree is to be of the same mind. So when it says do not yoke with unbelievers, because what it's telling you, y'all don't have the same belief place. And when you yoke up with that thing, somebody, whatever is in their mind is about to line up. And if it don't line up, it's going to break yours. Okay? The biblical definition of the word agree is to be of the same mind. Okay? Pastor Anthony's going to give us some scripture background on really the power of agreement. We've got to come into agreement with God's plan. And before I get into that, we talked this scripture, our key scripture, 6 and 14 in 2 Corinthians, that yoked and being yoked. You got to understand what is happening there. Seed is being sown. And so in every partnership that we are in, in every covenant, there is something being established. There's a seed being planted in our life. And so we have to be careful what we come into alignment with because even if we think nothing is happening, there is a transaction taking place. Somebody say there's a transaction. transaction. Listen, there's a transaction taking place. And we want to trans, not just a transaction with God, but a transformation. Listen, transactions happen with the world, and in the world, there is a give and a take. But when we come into alignment with heaven, there's transformation. God's not trying to take something from us. He wants to take on his yoke. He wants us to join in with his plan and his will for our life. We understand here, he says in Philippians 2 and 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We have to have a mind shift in the way that we think. And it's not a way of thinking that we are better than other people, but there are standards that we have because there is value created when we enter in relationship. And so every partnership is there because something is being established. So let's make sure what's being established is what God has and not what the enemy has. I love the concept in business when there are mergers and acquisitions I think about a a company that's here local, um, I'm not going to call the name, but it got to where it was because it joined up with other entities that had infrastructure already in place and used that to leverage growth. And sometimes we are trying to do things on our own. And you don't have to be in a marital relationship, but you don't have to be alone. You can be in alignment with God and his son, Jesus Christ, and then find folk that believe what the word says, that have the same mindset that you have, because if you don't, it's going to be hard to make progress in the walk in dominion. We've got to have the mind of Christ. We have to agree. Second uh, Corinthians 13 and 1 says, this is the third time 
Paul talking, I come to visit you. As the scripture says, the facts of every case must be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. We understand there's power of agreement when we come into prayer. Matthew 8, 19, he says, again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth, about anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. Somebody say agreement. Second Corinthians 6 and 16, we've read that. What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God, and God said, I will make my dwelling among them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. We need dominion, and we need a mindset that has shifted from darkness to light, from right to wrong, and knowing that when we go from the light, uh, we have clarity and revelation, and then we have direction in everything that God wants us to do. We aren't lost. We aren't without clarity, but we have God's guiding hand upon us. He's that farmer that stands beside us, in front of us, behind us, taking us into a place of purpose and destiny in our relationship with God. Amen. Somebody say agreement. What we have to understand is what I just said a few moments ago is that agreement works in both systems. All right. Agreement works in both systems. The power of agreement is not just a kingdom thing. And that's why it matters who you come in agreement with. Amen. What happens when you link up or when you partner with an unbeliever? What happens is when you are a believer and you connect yourself with someone that's not rooted in the kingdom because they are rooted in a system that is designed to keep them malnourished, what generally happens is they connect with you who, are, who is rooted in a place that you are nourished and they begin to suck the life out of you. What, is, what, is, what do weeds do? They choke the life out of healthy plants. All right. And so what happens when we begin to partner with, to, to put ourselves in alignment with, to put ourselves in agreement with, having the same mind, they begin to, to suck the life and choke the life out of you. All right. Generally, and, and we, can, we can testify to this because we've seen it over and over. Generally, when we have uh, people that partner with unbelievers, whether it's in friendship, whether it's in marital relationship, whether it's in business, the one that ends up walking out of the established place is the believer. Amen. Anybody else seen that? All right. And that's why Paul is warning us to not come in agreement, not to partner with uh, unbelievers. OK. And I said it before. Marital relationship. That's one space. The Bible says in, about marriage that it's bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. That's a covenant of one. Somebody say we become a covenant of one. All right. Friendships are also a very important place to God. He talks about, he uses a word in Deuteronomy 13 and 6, that friends, friends who are, are of my own soul, all right? That's what David talked, said about Jonathan. That's what Jonathan said about David. It says the soul of John, Jonathan was knit with David's in 1 Samuel 18 and 1. And that is the place of friendship that God really wants us to go to. All right. I know what the world tries to say, but that really is a place of friendship that God wants us to go to because true friendship is about the knitting of souls. Somebody say the knitting of souls. Okay. It's about being like-minded because what is the soul? The soul is the heart place. Okay. The soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. We're teaching today. Okay. We're teaching. So follow us. Okay. The soul is the mind, the will, and the emotions, all right? And so we have this little buzzword that everybody likes to talk about, soul ties, okay? Soul ties happen when we come in agreement with the wrong things, all right? And we preach about it from this place of, oh, you slept with all these people, okay? But that really is not the most dangerous spot. Yeah, you became one in body with people you shouldn't have been becoming one in body, but the most dangerous spot is when they get knit with your soul. Because then they have you in the place of your mind, your will, and your emotions. The power of agreement to be of same mind. When you have become agreeable with unbelievers, they have you in the place of your mind, your will, and your emotions. And so that, that means that they can, they can do damage with how I think, 
my will, my desire, my emotions, how I feel. All right, can I just throw this out here? And most of us are entering into kingdom relationships still attached to people that have access to our mind, will, and emotions, and you think the issue is between you and spouse, but the issue is that this person's mind still got strings pulling on your mind, will, and emotions from all these other relationships. And some of them can be just friendships, because when you link up with the wrong friend, the same damage can happen. We teach this stuff in, in all the time about you slept with this person, or you, you got a soul time because you were out here doing this. But sometimes you just had the wrong best friend. Mind, will, emotions. What is still pulling on? What did you come in alignment with? What did you come in agreement with that is still pulling on your mind, your will, and emotions that still has access to the way you think? All right? Your husband brought you flowers. And you so twisted up in the mind, you mad because they ain't orange flowers because so-and-so used to bring orange. That's still an attachment in your mind place. Your will, what you are desiring, all right? You can't even understand that you, what you have is great because you're still desiring trash because it's still attached to your place of your will. Your emotion, you sad, don't even know why you sad. Or your husband, your wife compliments you and it takes you to a place because when they said it, it had a different context. That's still having access to your mind, will, and emotions. That's the power of agreement. And you got to come out of agreement with that. All right? This goes into all aspects of life. Sometimes we come into agreement with the wrong church. Y'all don't want to talk about that. Sometimes we are in covenant relationships, and it is out of alignment with God's plan for us, and we are carrying around the baggage and the junk that has been deposited into us that doesn't come from a place of truth. We have become vulnerable because we are hungry and we're thirsty, but we aren't in a place to drink from God's fountain and God's well, we are drinking from everybody else's fountain and everybody else's well. And so a soul tie is really coming, can happen in the right way or the wrong way, but it happens in the wrong way when we come into it outside of God's design for us. Listen, he doesn't have an agenda. Listen, he's not trying to get something from us. He wants us to prosper above all. I wish you'd prosper, be in your health, even as your soul prospereth. Listen, you shouldn't have no emotional trauma uh, from uh, being in the church. Listen, we shouldn't have emotional trauma because we left the altar. We should be coming into a place where we can be healed, delivered, and set free. But we have to guard our heart. And listen, that doesn't mean put a wall up because we understand that we can't walk in dominion without walking in covenant. But we have to be careful where that covenant comes and we have to guard our heart place because the enemy is looking for a seat. He's looking for a place, amen, to disrupt and to sow a seed in your heart of bitterness and resentment and distrust. And listen, all of that keeps us from walking into the place God has for us because we are hurt and no longer can we allow God to move in us because we are remembering what happened when we allowed ourselves to connect with someone in a place in the wrong way. And so we have to be deprogrammed in our mind. Somebody say, Lord, help my mind. Listen, there's a lot of stuff and a lot of information we get from a, the world's place, but we have to deprogram. Our mind has to be renewed. This mind that was in Christ Jesus has to be in us. We have to understand that Jesus is Lord. He is God. He has all power. And when we get in agreement with him, listen, you have become a danger to the kingdom of darkness because the kingdom of light is going to expand because there's life in the blood. Come on, there's life in the sun. And listen, there's light when we come into a place where we let God come on drive us somebody say let God drive you sometimes people are driving us 
Listen, we are letting the world system drive us. But when you get in covenant relationship, when you come into alignment with God, whoever has your mind then has control. And listen, so many folk got, amen, a, a mind locked up. Listen, we're not taking pills and we're not seeing a psychologist, amen, but we have confusion in our mind because we have allowed the enemy to plant seeds in our heart and to take us out of the will of God. And so we're sitting in a place where we're not moving anywhere. We're not going anywhere. We're stuck. Listen, you can't do nothing without a partner. Listen, and when you join up with the right partner, they will strengthen, come on, your business. Come on, they will strengthen your relationship with God. When you come into right relationship, they will strengthen, amen, your understanding of stuff. Listen, if you want to be, uh, I'll use this as an example, a millionaire, get around one, because you'll realize they have a different mindset than everybody else. Listen, when you come into partnership and agreement, when you connect, amen, with someone that has been being where you were trying to go, all of a sudden you have the advantage, you have leverage, because you can use that. I don't have to make them the same mistakes. Listen, I don't have to experience the same failure, because I understand that I'm in alignment with someone that has the favor of God on their life, and listen, I can go further, I can go higher, and realize they're not trying to hinder me, because dominion's not domination. Listen, when you get in a covenant relationship, listen, and that's what I like about leadership, because we need leadership in our home. We need leadership in our family. But when you get around a real leader, they aren't going to try to suppress your growth. They're not going to try to suppress your voice. They want to hear what you have to say. Come on. They want people around them that really have more insight than what they have because they understand that it's not about them, but they are trying to grow and pull something out of you that's greater than where they've gone. Somebody say covenant relationship will strengthen our place of dominion. Covenant relationship, come on, that place of agreement should be strengthening your place of dominion. The Bible says that the heart is the seat of life. And so when we're talking about the mind, will, and emotions, the mind, what you think, your will, your desire, and what you do, your emotions, how you're feeling, you have to act, you have to understand whoever is sitting in that seat has the power to control you. He says dominion is not domination. And so that's why you have to be so careful what you're in agreement with. All right? Because whatever is sitting in your heart seat has the power to control you. That's powerful. Right? And you get to choose what you come in agreement with. All right? The heart is a muscle. Is that right, doctor? The heart is a muscle. All right? The heart is a muscle. And what you have to understand is that a weak heart doesn't pump efficiently. Okay? It leaves the rest of the body poorly oxygenated and low on key nutrients. And most of us are walking around with a weak heart because it's the muscle that we don't tend to the most in the spirit, all right? We just linking up with whoever looks great, okay? We linking up with whoever has charisma, whoever sounds great, who comes with the best line. We linking up with the friend that has the most followers, not understanding that they are going to have a seat in your heart and a weak heart will damage the rest of your body. It will damage the rest of your body. And so you have to understand, who am I knitting with? Who am I becoming one with, married people? Who am I knitting with in friendship? Who am I knitting my soul with? That place of the mind, the will, and the emotions. And so when you understand that and ask yourself, who have I come in agreement with? Who have I, I, I attached to? Because today we're going to give everybody an opportunity to detach at this altar. Because if something or someone has been pulling on your mind place, your will place, your emotion place, and it's not the Holy Spirit, then it's time to detach. All right. And what we have to understand about the power of agreement, I, I said before that it works in both systems. And we have evidence of this in Genesis 11, 1 through 6. And that is the story of the people that get together. It says the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar and they dwelt there. And they said to one, they said one to another, go to let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. 
and they had brick for stone, and slime had for, they for mortar. And they said, go, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach into heaven. And let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And so we know this story of the Tower of Babel, and we talk about it all the time. But you have to understand that the power of agreement works in both systems. All right? They were not godly people. They, were, they came together, and the Bible says, and God says in verse 6, it says, and the Lord said, behold, the people are one. And we shout on that, right? Because we want to be one. We want to be unified. But what happens when you're not unified in the same mind because you're not unified or, or you don't have the agreement vertically, but all you have is the agreement horizontally? You start, you start coming together to make things in your own name. And we marvel at that. We say, oh, my God, they're so unified. They were able to get this done. The power of agreement works in both systems. But it's not giving glory and honor to God. All right. They came together. This is a great example of a people who have come together on one accord, who have come with the power of agreement, but to advance their own selfish desires. Because agreement in the world looks like domination. Agreement in the kingdom looks like dominion. I need somebody to catch it. All right. Because he gave us the ability, he gave us um, the, the, the instruction to rule over, but not rule over one another. And not rule over in a place where we put ourselves uh, in control, but to rule over in the, in the sake that we're advancing his kingdom. We're ruling over the territory of the enemy. All right? Not ruling over one another. And in this story, they come in agreement for their own, for their own name to make their own name great, all right? The power of agreement. Everything God does, he does it through covenant agreement. Everything the enemy does, he does it through covenant agreement. So what are you in agreement with? It's so powerful, the concept here of partnering in partnership with heaven, partnership with God's plan, not having a selfish agenda, not having selfish motivations, but allowing God to guide us and to lead us to know that we all win. And listen, in marriage, listen, when we are in agreement, listen, two can't walk together unless they agree. And we're all going to have disagreements. We're all going to have misunderstandings, but we have to deal with our heart place. We have to deal with our mind, our will, and emotions. We have to allow God to check us to deal with us because we have to come out of agreement with all of the things that have brought us into those hurt places that keep us from really having that trust and transparency to let God guide us to where he wants us to go because dominion is a shared thing. Somebody say dominion is a shared thing. Dominion is not a selfish thing. Listen, when you are in agreement, there shouldn't be a loser they should be two winners. Listen, why would anybody partner if they are going to be in a worse condition than they were when they entered into that agreement? We enter into agreement because it's going to establish us. It's going to make us stronger. It's going to make us better. It's not going to cause us to walk away with our head down or with discouragement and defeat because we are in a place where dominion is shared and we both can experience the peace, the love, and the joy of God. Amen. And I want to say this, particularly for our married couples in the room today, because there is, you can walk in agreement all of the time, all right? Not saying that you're not going to have disagreements or you're not going to have different opinions. Let me say that, different opinions. We can be on different pages, but in the same mind but on the same mind, all right? We're talking, that is the power of agreement. I understand that we don't think alike. I don't understand that we're not going to always see how, see the direction to get to the end the same way, but we have the same goal. We have the same mind, right? Our, our, our hearts are knit together because our vertical is right. Most of the time, and I do a lot of marriage counseling, a lot, uh, most of the time when this is off because somebody in the relationship is off here. Most time it's both. Can I say that? All right. That really is the first place. 
how are we walking in agreement here? Most of the time, even if you are the one frustrated with this person, you still need to go back and check how you're, what is your alignment look like here? Because I'm telling you, most of the issue that we have in relationship, particularly in marital relationship, is not with our spouse. It's because we have attached to some things, mind, will, and emotion, that are not pleasing here. And this is just a residual effect. The discord here is just a residual effect. All right? Alignment, agreement is so important. And listen, we got to watch our relationships. Oftentimes, relationship problems occur because we've let the wrong person in, in a place they're not supposed to be. Listen, we're going to talk to our buddy. We're talking to our girlfriend. They're giving you carnal, worldly advice. And, and then all of a sudden, you're bringing that into your conversation. Come on, you're bringing that into your thought process. And then all of a sudden, there's a disconnect because somebody else is involved. And so you've got to guard your marriage. You've got to guard your relationship. There's some things some people don't need to know. Amen. What's going on in your house? Y'all not saying nothing this morning. Listen, some of us, our business is all over Channel 5 and Channel 6 and Channel 9 because we told it. Listen, you in partnership, you have to protect what God is doing. And we're going to deal with this more. And we can't get it all out today, but we have to guard. Listen, we have to cover. Listen, we're not uh, hiding uh, and trying to cover up sin. But listen, we have to cover one another in prayer. Listen, you come into agreement. I understand you're dealing with something. I understand we're going through something, but I'm here with you, and I'm going to believe God's word for you that he is going to bring you out of this. He's going to break this place of bondage off of your life. Listen, I'm in agreement with heaven's plan for your life. I don't care what happened to you. I don't care who said it or who did it. I know that God has a plan, and greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And I'm in agreement with heaven's plan for your life today that you are going to win, that you're going to succeed, that you're going to walk in dominion, that you're going to come out of debt. Come on, that you're going to come out of brokenness. Listen, you're going to leave that bad mindset and ideology that you picked up from your grandma and grandpa. You're going to leave that alone. You're not going to let that carry forward in your family. You're going to break that curse. Come on, I'm in agreement with you. Listen, that you're not going to be sick. Come on, you're not going to be broke. Y'all don't want to talk to me. Come on, you're not going to be depressed. I'm in agreement with you that you are going to win. Come on, you're going to have dominion in Jesus name somebody say in Jesus name Jesus name come on we're about to wrap it up because we're we want to I'm trying to get past that to save some for next week because I want to talk about what agreement establishes in your life next week but we're we really want to focus on this place of agreement I'm going to have the ruffins come gonna have them come and give me an illustration right here just come to the front front and center right in front of me what looks like particularly in marriage in friendship what it looks like I want y'all to hold hands all right, and they are, I want y'all to face this way, face this way. They are in agreement now, and so they're walking. They're walking. Just start walking. There's nothing, there's nothing hindering their way, right, because they're in agreement. All right, now I want you to turn around, and Brother Ruffin, I want you to face this way, and I want Sister Ruffin to face this way, but I want y'all to hold hands, okay? And keep holding hands. Try to keep on holding hands, all right, but walk forward. Keep on going, keep walking, keep walking. And this is what a lot of our marriages look like. Because we're not in agreement, all right? Because we, because we are not of the same mind. We're trying to walk together, right? But something is hindering our way, all right? Because we're out of agreement. Agreement, thank you so much. Agreement is powerful, all right? We got to first be in this horizontal agreement with God and then agreement with one another because most people are doing that tangle in their life every day with friends, in business, in marriage, all of that. We all have the goal in mind, but we're not in agreement, in a, in a, a place of an agreement, and so we're really going against one another. Can we take territory like that? With things hindering our way, we can't take territory. You can't dominate nothing if you can't even function here well. All right? You can't take, and I know we don't have all married people, so I want to get this out too. You cannot take dominion if you haven't learned how to be a friend. If all your friendships end in chaos, 
It ain't them. You know, I like to walk, so I'm trying to stick today, okay? It ain't them, all right? We have to monitor every area, every relationship in our life, and we have to monitor in way of what is this relationship doing to my mind, my will, and my emotions? Where is my heart place? Where is this relationship taking my heart place? All right? And if the relationship is not aligned with my heart place towards God, then it's out of alignment and it's out of agreement with what he wants me to be in. Does that make sense? We're trying to be real clear, real, real, just simple today. The power of agreement. Here at the conclusion of our teaching today, that we were going to continue with, we wanted to lay a foundation um, of these kingdom principles of the purpose and the power of agreement and how it can help us have dominion in all areas of our life. A lot of us sometimes are like that illustration where we're not really going anywhere uh, because we are being pulled in a different direction. And it's time for us to stop being pulled in a different direction and it's time for us to line up completely with what God has and know that he has a plan for us no matter where we've been, what we've done. Many of us said, you know, I, I've been in a relationship. I've been in situations. I wanted to do what's right. Amen. But the other person just was going to do what they was going to do. Listen, sometimes uh, we have to do it the Bible way, but sometimes we have to walk. And a lot of times we've got to walk away from some things so we can stay in a healed place. We can stay. We can keep our peace. Come on, the joy I have, the world didn't give it. The world's not going to take it away. Listen, I'm not going to walk away from God. I'm going to walk toward God. But I've got to be teamed up the right way within the right place. Listen, it's important to have a church home. It's important to have spiritual leadership. It's important to be in the fellowship of believers because it's in that that God establishes us and then he, he propels us to a place that we couldn't go on our own. And listen, as God's partner, we beg you, as Paul said, to accept the marvelous gift of God's kindness. Don't ignore it. The time is here. The kingdom is here. Your time of dominion is here. And listen, it's time for us to separate from everything, from every place that is not keeping us whole, is not keeping yeah. us filled with God's goodness that's keeping us stuck. It's time for us to detach. Listen, it hurts. Listen, it hurts. Amen. When you cut things off, listen, but you don't have to cut things off in an ungodly way. Listen, you don't have to cut people off in an ungodly way, but there are people that you do have to cut off. Listen, there are things that you do have to walk away from, but whatever you walk away from, and I'm a witness, is never greater than what you're walking to if yeah. you're doing it in God's place, in God's plan. Yeah. And when it's in God's, it's in agreement with heaven. Listen, there's nothing that you are separating from. And Paul, he said, I'm not going to let nothing separate me from the love of God. Come on, not height, not depth. Come on, I'm not going to let nothing separate me. Come on, not loneliness, not fear. Come on, I'm not going to let uh, my past, I'm not going to let anything separate me from the love of God. Come on, stand to your feet all over the building. Lord, we thank you today, God, that we are in agreement with your plan. We thank you today, God, for your word that you said we are the temple of the living God. And Lord, we are in agreement with what you have said. We aren't meat for use, but we are here as instruments and tools for your service, God. God, we aren't, God, just something to be abused and talked crazy to and, and manipulated. God, you said darkness and light can't work together. We said, how can righteousness partnership with wickedness? So, Lord, we thank you today, God, that there's a harmony that you have. There's a harmony that you want, and it comes from the kingdom. It's connected to the king, and we thank you today, God, for there's a union that you want between us and you, God, but there's a disunion that has to happen between us and idols. We are your temple, and we want you to live in us, and Lord, we are in an agreement with that, God. We're tired of walking and living in a dead place, in a dead space, God. We want life. We want health. We want strength. God, we're tired of the enemy bringing chaos into our marriage, into our family, into our business, into our community. Lord, we want to be healed. Lord, we want to be delivered, God. We don't want to stay in a place of disagreement, but we want to come into a place of agreement, God, because there's power in that place, God. 
there's power. You said one can put a thousand to flight, but two ten thousand. We thank you that there's dominion, God, when we link up in the right place. And we thank you today, God. You said of two or three agree on anything. Uh, in your name, you will do it. You said if two or three are gathered in your name, you will be in the midst. And so we thank you today, God, for joining us together with people who have a heart and a mind and a desire to do what's right and deal with our heart place today. Deal with the place, oh God, where we have allowed people to plant seeds in us of wrong thinking, of wrong information. God, we thank you today. The places where seeds were placed in us that cause us to question who we are and whose we are. The places that have caused us to question that you've called us, that you have a plan and a purpose for us. We thank you now. We are healed and delivered from that place today. We are in agreement with what you said. Lord, we are the mind. We have the mind of Christ. We are fearfully and wonderfully made in you. And we thank you, God, as we yield to you. You are the farmer that walks in front of us, that is leading us into a pasture that's fertile into a place that's pure. And we ask right now, God, that as we come into this place, God, we open up this altar, that you would bring us into a place where we can be healed, where we can be delivered, and we can be set free from anything and everything that we've teamed up with that has kept us stuck, that has held us up, that has called us not to soar and propel that has caused us to stay in this place we've been in for too long. We thank you right now, God, that we're going somewhere because you have a plan for us. We're praying right now over every marriage in this place. God, that you would strengthen those connections. You would strengthen those relationships. That you would heal those areas of misunderstanding. That you would deal with those areas of disagreement where it has caused us to stay out of dominion that you would help us, God, to participate with heaven has said, to not team up, God, with the world's way of dealing with things, not to team up, God, with a mindset that is not clean, with a mindset that is backwards, with a mindset that is in alignment with the plan of God. We thank you today, God, that you would cause us to come out of agreement with everything, with every system, things that we've gotten, God, out of the, the classroom, uh, we've got out of the school of life that wasn't really true and wasn't really right. We thank you for clarity and truth now in Jesus' name. And we come out of agreement today with everything the enemy has planted in our mind to tell us that we will never rise above this situation that we're in right now. We are in agreement with heaven has said. And we thank you right now for relationships are your strategy for kingdom expansion and dominion. And it's not selfish, God, but it's a shared state, God. It's a shared place, God. And so we thank you for the sharing and the fellowship and the partnership that's in this room. There's power in this room, God, because there is people who love you, who want to see others blessed, who want to see the kingdom expand, who want to see families healed, who want to see children raised up with right relationship, with values that are kingdom. We thank you today, God that you are guiding us, and you're going to keep our roads straight. You're going to make the crooked places straight today. And we thank you for doing it right now. We praise you today, God. Jesus, you come to guide us in every step. Hallelujah. You come to teach us the right way to go. And we're in agreement to that today. You are gentle. You are meek. Hallelujah. You are humble. And you use everything to instruct us. And so, Lord, we say yes to your will. We say yes to your way. We want you to live in us, God. And anything that is hindering your presence, anything that is hindering your anointing, anything that is hindering your blessing, anything that is hindering our destiny, anything that is hindering our Boaz, anything that is hindering what you have promised and purposed to us, we thank you right now that that spirit of hindering has to be tossed and has to be removed, has to be loose, because we are God's people. We are God's temple, and we belong to you, God. And we thank you right now that you said no good thing will you withhold from them that fear you, that love you. And so I thank you today that you have a purpose place for us. It's a place called the 
kingdom. It's a place called partnership. And we want to participate in your plan. And God, if we've been the one that's causing things not to shift, that's causing things not to change, if we've been the one participating in what the, the kingdom of darkness wants, in the kingdom of darkness tactics, Lord, we come out of agreement with it right now. We're not going to participate anymore. God, we're not going to be the naysayer. We're not going to be negative, God. We're not going to be bitter. We're not going to sow seeds of discord. God, we're not going to be the one, God, that causes us to stay stuck in a place, but we want to be delivered now in the name of Jesus. So, Lord, we thank you today. Lord, we love you today, and we need you today, and we come into this place, God, this place of the altar, this place of sacrifice, this place of consecration, this place of understanding, this place of revealing. And, Lord, we open it up now to those that need prayer, God, that those that need salvation. You said if we confess with our mouth, believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that we would be saved. We thank you right now, God, for saving in this place, God. You said with the heart and with the mouth, we confess and we believe and we thank you today for giving us a place of power, of purpose and wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Do it in the name of Jesus. We open up this altar for healing and relationships.